Listener Production. Unlike a triple shot half sweet almond milk cold press caramel macchiato to go, these boys are not complicated, but they are to go. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I'll tell you what, 32 teams of the best women's soccer players in the world are going to be gathering tonight. It all kicks off the Women's World Cup. Uh, if you do want to check it out, it's going to be on a bit of Channel 7, a little bit of Optus Sport. Shout-outs to um friend of the show, Mulrat, as well. Also, I guess, friend of the show. We've interviewed her on All Day Breakfast before. Benny, for um, doing a bit of the theme tune to the uh, the Ooh. the World Cup. You know, Shakira back in the day doing Waka mm. Waka, this time for Africa. Brand new one with Benny and Mulrat, which um, they're performing at the opening ceremony in New Zealand. Oh, how good. Yeah, well, the New Zealand football ferns are hosting Norway in the first game. In Auckland, that kicks off at 5 p.m. our time, and then the Matildas, the big, the big three hours later against Ireland at Stadium Australia. So good luck to the Matildas. Good luck to all the countries, all the competitors. Hope you have a great tournament, fun times, and all the football lovers around the world. Hope you enjoy this great fest. Look, we're not talking about it first up. We're going to be talking about Matt O'Kine's cavities and how he likes to clean them. <laughs> That's. Big news here. No, oh. <laughs> not, not when you put it like that. Oh, look, it'll be explained soon. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> Hello. Uh, this is all day breakfast. What we're about to talk about is uh, what's an unexpected freebie you've had recently? And then Matt said, what's this about again? And Broad said... <laughs> I don't know, you put it up on our Instagram. So, mate, what's going on? What, what have you been up to? Oh, look, sometimes you think, oh, that, that'll be interesting to talk about. And then you realise pretty quickly that it's not. <laughs> um, but, well, you know, okay, here's the thing. You know I love a, you, you know I love a nasal douche. <laughs> Do you know that? I did not know. Did you see you when you... mad for a schnoz douche. Oh, I, I did love not it. know that. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. So is this the one? It's, you get a bottle, you fill it with water, it's got a nozzle at the top, you yeah. block one nostril, so you sound mm-hmm. a little bit like this, you stick this douche in your other open nostril, you squeeze the bottle and the water flushes out all the goop that's in your bloody nasal cavity. I mean, you could, some people have a little neti pot, is what it's called, little neti pot, which actually looks somewhat like a little teapot. Okay, and then then you lean, mm. you lean the uh, the you know you have your head to the side upside down almost, mm. and then you Tip pour over, the teapot pour in, out. and the uh, yeah, and and all your boogies have a little um have a little Alice in Wonderland like, <laughs> you know, Mad Hatter's Flush affair, <laughs> yeah. But I I I like the one that you've got where you know the one that you were talking about not the one that you've oh. got the one that you were just talking about where it's in a little bottle with a straw down the middle of it and you mm. squeeze the bottle and it jets stuff and it just flushes everything out from one side to the other don't you just cough heaps and you're like, <laughs> yeah that's when that's that's when you get the best stuff <laughs> that's when you get the best results do you feel better I'll tell afterwards? You what, if your eyes are watering and you're shaking <laughs> i'll be going back to round 2 for that one Righto, so um, you've established your love a nasal douche. I do love a nasal douche, but the little straw on mine broke about oh, two years ago during COVID, and there was just no going to the 
chemist to get one. And I, you know, I've been putting it off. Were you douching too hard? I, I douched to the max. Yeah, I broke it. Um, and I was a little bit disappointed. I could still use it like a neti pot where I just mm. lean and sort of use gravity to get out, but I, I missed the kicker, the jet. Anyways, the other day I was at the, um, at the chemist and, uh, just getting some, some stuff, you know, Sophia has been getting the daycare colds, et cetera, mm-hmm. family it's gone through. And, um, yeah, you know, the lady said, you know, can I get you anything else? And I just saw like a new little neti pot on the side of the. Mm. counter there. And I said, Oh, how much do they, they cost? And she goes, Oh, that's a sample pack. You can just have it for free. <gasps> and I was like, you little bloody beauty. Uh, not a neti pot, a jackpot. <laughs> All right. That's what that was. Forget Nettie, bring in Jack. I tell you what, almost blew my bloody head off with the uh, force <laughs> that I squeezed it that hard. Ears were popping and everything. Oh, it's it good to be is, home. Hang on, I thought this is a teapot thing. No, it's this is the. It's just the same. It's a squeezy one. Anyways, mm. I really gave it a good go because I was like, oh, it's good to be back. <laughs> and I tell you what, oh, I'm not match fit when it comes to the that that sort of expulsion. But look, anyway, I just thought <laughs> I'd ask. I was so I was so hyped up about getting my free neti pot. I was like, what a good little unexpected freebie. Mm. So I thought I'd just ask, when have you had gotten an unexpected freebie? Cam. Got in touch on our matt.n.alex Instagram, replied to our story, said, I got a can of Coke, a pack of chippies and a Red Bull, all freebies, courtesy of work's faulty vending machine. <laughs> Tell you what, oh, most of the time when you go, oh, damn it, it's broken. It's like a bad thing. When a vending machine is broken and gives you freebies. Oh, Malfunction. Yeah. Do you know, we used to do that thing. I don't know if you, if you could do it at, um. We did it with our old Coke machines in year eight in the junior school of Brisbane State High. If you pressed two buttons quickly <gasps> enough, when you put your dollar in, two cans came out. Oh boy, that was a good afternoon at the bus stop. All right. Simon said, mum won the family a giant push bike from entering a competition on a Nutrigrain box. Oh, tell you what, Nutrigrain boxes were great for a freebie, like Age of Empires. And then you should go in Brock box one mm. time. I think I think Flume. Flume got a copy of EJ, didn't he? Got EJ An- two. I got Andrew G's music maker. Oh, <laughs> without it, you know, away you go. The rest is history. Kara, I went to my first work function recently, and my management team pretty much gave every team member an expensive bottle of perfume. Mine was worth nearly two hundred and fifty dollars. Whoa, that's great. Or oh, it's an expensive hint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> On top of that, my team specially were given a brand name lipstick, each worth $60, and I ended up with two of them. Not what we'd expect from a night out to socialize outside of work. Very, very nicely done, Kara. Again, another hint. There's something about all of this. You need to look better and smell better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lester said I scored free drinks all night after being mistaken as part of the headline act of the club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, that would be good. And Callum has given us a call. G'day, Callum. Hey, man. How you going? Good. You said you'd recently been gifted a freebie. Uh, it was literally like, as soon as I saw the post on Instagram, like the guy literally gave me a bunch of shit like 30 minutes beforehand. Really? <laughs> what, did they, yeah. what did you get? I was talking to like an older guy and he um, was living across the road from like a pretty fancy golf course and stuff like that. So, you know, with some older people, you try to strike up conversations about whatever. So... You kind of don't look like the dodgy tradie from a current affair. 
Absolutely. <laughs> just start conversations like, oh, the youth don't know how good they've got it. You know, had to walk yeah, through so. the snow to get to work back in the day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, like, I saw he had a bunch of golf clubs in the corner. I was like, oh, you know, do you play? Like, considering there's a golf course across the road and just struck up a conversation. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, like I used to. Like, don't really anymore, but hey, do you want to have, like, all my stuff? I'm like, um, <laughs> oh, okay, like... <laughs> Sure. I, I didn't know what to say. I was like kind of ghost back. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like some pretty old stuff. I'm going through. I'm like, man, this is literally like thousands of dollars worth of like golf slubs here. Like, are you sure you want to give these away? He's like, yeah, I was just going to give them away anyway. What? Oh, how good. Do you play golf? Yeah, yeah. I've been playing a couple of years. So I'm literally cleaning up the job now and going across the road and going straight to the driving range, to be honest. Oh, there <laughs> well, you go. There we are. Callum joining us live from his freebie. Uh, it's not often we, we have <laughs> stories that fresh out of the oven, Callum. So thank you very much for keeping your eyes across the Matt and Alex Instagram stories. I really appreciate it. And I tell you what, good luck with that hole in one later, mate. No worries. Cheers, guys. Catch us later. All right. Cheers, legend. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, good luck, Callum. Although, to be fair, you need two holes in one to use a neti pot. <laughs> Alex Dyson, I remember when email started becoming a prominent use of communication. Uh, getting a, oh, getting it's a, a tough thing to admit you're old enough to know that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I remember getting my first email from a... Nigerian prince. Oh, that actually happens. That yep. wasn't just a stereotype. That was the no, cool. no, no. I remember getting an a, uh, email from a Nigerian prince saying, you know, we are, you know, you are related to royalty or there's, you know, there's money and someone's died and you need to, you know, think. Now, most people would just rightly assume that they have no, no stake in any Nigerian prince's financial handlings. No, exactly right. I know if growing up in Warnable, I wouldn't have thought that I would have that at all. But when you're half African, Alex Dyson, <laughs> <laughs> suddenly I was like, am I related to this prince? Like I don't, I wasn't fully. How far is Ghana from Nigeria? It's about three countries, but I mean, uh, I believe that there is some distant Nigerian in the bloodline. So I wasn't sure. Right. Anyways. <laughs> so when, how old were you getting, getting your first? Oh, like f 14, 15. Oh, dangerous. Suddenly I had to go ask dad, am I, am I a wee Nigerian royalty? <laughs> <laughs> now, the reason why I bring it up is because sometimes it goes the other way. What do you mean? Sometimes you assume something is spam. Mm. And it's not. For instance, I, you know, I do a lot of TV production stuff. Alex Dyson making TV shows. Check out Mother and Son coming out August 23rd, ABC and iView. Mm -hmm. And uh, the company that I do work with, shout out Wooden Horse, my email stopped working. Are you, can you, I mean, not to give away your work email. But no, it's, I can't. It's... So no. So anyways, <laughs> so then I was like, what's going on? Like it just, it just stopped working. And mm. then someone um, was like, oh yeah, we did get an email about, um, something regarding SMTP servers and blah, blah, blah. And anyway, basically the, the top of this email that got forwarded to me after this was just someone at, at the uh, company saying, is this spam? And then underneath is an email saying, your accounts are changing from SMTP to blah, 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 blah. This yep. is going to happen on this date. Click you need this to do something. Sus as link. <laughs> To make sure your email is fine. Yeah, you need to reset up your email. And it's like, 
okay, I can completely understand how that looks like spam. Yep. But on that date, my email stopped working. Turns out it's not spam. <laughs> All right. I'd be more likely to um, sign up to the Nigerian Prince's latest uh, laundering scam than I would to click one of those dodgy links. Well, here's the thing. I thought, oh, that's pretty funny. You know, the idea of one of you thought something spam and it wasn't. So mm. I asked the Matt and Alex audience on our Instagram at matt.and.alex. And I'll tell you what they said. Particularly you, if, you, um, if you're on our Instagram and check our stories out. I'll tell you what they said in a second. Mm. Because while I was waiting for responses from our Instagram audience, mm -hmm. a DM landed in my Instagram inbox okay. from one... Eve's Schifferl. Eve's okay. Schifferl. Yep. I don't know Eve. Do I know Eve's? I don't know. I don't know Eve's. I know Eve's okay. Caritas. Eve's gets in touch with me. Out of the blue. Completely out of the blue. We're not friends. We don't follow each other. He gets mm -hmm. in touch with me on Instagram and he gets in touch with me on Facebook. Okay. On both? This, this is what he says. Well, he slid into multiple boxes. Yep. Very slippery shoes. Now, this is what he says. Dear Matt, my name is Yves Schifferl. I'm head of delegation Switzerland for the Eurovision Song Contest. I'm contacting you because we have selected you to join us as an international expert to find the best song for Switzerland 2024. What? <laughs> we would be honoured if you would support us with your Eurovision Song Contest experience and great music expertise. The whole selection process for Switzerland's song from Malmo 2024 will take place in three phases between August and December. Your commitment's important to us. We reward our, we reward our jury participants for your opinion. Please join us on our journey. We're happy to send you further information. Many thanks and kind regards, Eves. I'm sitting there reading this on like a Saturday night. I lean across to Belinda. I'm like, is this spam? Like, am I getting, am I getting I... trolled here? I can't think of any connection Matt O'Kine has to A, Switzerland, or B, good musical <laughs> taste. Okay, so here's the thing. I, you will remember that last year I was one of Australia's official jury members for Eurovision 2022. Yeah, that, that was probably because you lived in Australia and are Australian. <laughs> so my guess is, okay, so my guess is Switzerland won a real crack. At getting an international hit, oh. they need to understand what people like. So either he knows, yeah, he knows I was a judge. There's a, there's a voting box. You can't vote for yourself. So picking a song your country thinks is good is a waste of time. You need to pick a song that other countries think are good. Exactly. So this guy obviously knows, was a jury member at Eurovision, <laughs> worked wait, at Triple J so for several years, right? Australia's... Eves did, you know. Oh, I was no, I like I did. He knows that I did. Yeah. He knows that I was a Eurovision jury member. He knows that mm. I worked at Triple J. Probably was, watched Kiss from a Sandstorm. Yeah, he probably knows that. You know, we drop some absolute dank fire every now and then. Yep. Boilermakers still plugging along on Spotify. <laughs> um, and Diver City, two times Aria Award losers. <laughs> so, I reckon it's legit. So you reckon Eves is the real deal? Well, then I checked his Instagram because I was like, okay, is this, is it just fake? But no, you know, in his bio, he says head of delegation for Switzerland, Eurovision. And he has a, like a fair few followers, 1,600. And a lot of them are artists. A lot of artists a are A lot of them have Eves. got the blue tick. A lot of them have got the blue tick. Mm. So if that many legit people are following Eves, I'm thinking, okay, this guy is, 
he's the real deal. Well, if you if you listening got followed by Lex underscore Dyson recently, um, <laughs> and Lex sent you a message, no, I would, I would flag that <laughs> as spam because no. it's not me. Oh no! Did that happen? Yeah, it happened over the like, like yeah, the last couple of days. Oh no! <laughs> Lex. Got a few DMs about it. Oh, that stinks. Well, look, I reckon it's, I wasn't sure. I don't know if it's spam, but I will keep you updated on whether I will be part of the jury to decide who Switzerland will be singing. So random, hey? I was like, what? Yeah, we've got to follow that journey. But what about, what about our listeners? What about our lovely listeners? They send you some messages? Did say, I uh, did ask, what did you wrongly assume was spam? Claire said, I thought my bank sending a text saying my account had been compromised was a scam. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're trying to be like, you're getting scammed. And yeah. she's like, scam. <laughs> <laughs> scam is coming from inside the house. Mm. Um, Alice said, I got an email about winning tickets on a cruise ship that I thought was spam. Thankfully, they called me to confirm. Oh, totally dismissed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dylan said, I ignored emails from my insurance company for over a year. They legitimately were trying to refund me $2,000 in overpayments. <laughs> Stop hounding me. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys quit it? Jesus. <laughs> They've got money coming out of their pockets. Please, Dylan. Uh, Cass said, my uni acceptance email got sent to spam and I missed the enrollment deadline. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's, you didn't assume that was spam. That was your, your computer email. Assumed, yeah, assumed your computer it was trying spam. to protect you. That's, that's kind of rude, really, because the yeah. computer's there going, as if she can go to uni. <laughs> Come on, this has to be a joke. <laughs> Straight. No to- way this kid's going to uni in the spam. <laughs> Uh, Christy also got in touch with us as well. You had an email that you assumed was spam? Yeah, I um, was on a night shift and got an email from the tax office saying that last year's return had been amended and I just thought it was spam because it was the height of all the spam emails that we were all getting in 2021 Um, and didn't think anything of it. And then a couple of months later, I got another sort of spam-looking email and text message from Optus saying that a phone had been delivered to my address. A phone had been delivered? A phone had been delivered to your address? Yeah, I just thought it was, a, you, know, the, you know, there was a lot of Optus scams, right? So, mm. like, I just, again, thought it was nothing. Um, and then a month after that, I was on holiday in Western Australia and I had a whole lot of money missing from my bank account. And that sort of led to a string of events and realised that there was a huge identity theft saga happening in the background that I just ignored after a couple of <laughs> so, emails. Oh, no. <laughs> so everyone's <laughs> trying to knock on your house and go, your house is on fire, Christy, get out. And you're like, headphones on, like, no worries here. Swimming with the whale sharks in Xmas. Oh, my God. Did you ever, did they ever find the person? Yeah, so um, funnily enough, she uh, the way that they caught her was that um, she tried to hire a car using my driver's license. She had she had my physical driver's license, which is how oh, she got God. away with it. But um, she tried to hire a car using it, and as part of the car hire process, you had to take a photo with your license. Oh. So she's got there's a selfie of her with my driver's license, and that's how they found her. <laughs> oh, looking oh nothing gosh. like the photo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> why would you yeah. take? Oh. Why would you go? Sorry, I'll go to a different place and just walk out. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> well, look. Hopefully, you weren't too compromised, Christy. Uh, did you did you foot any big bills because of this? 
Um, yeah, but I ended up, I, I did in the short term, but I got everything back and then she got 18 months in prison. So it all worked out. Whoa, that's serious, Christy. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for letting us know and for reminding us to be vigilant. (laughs) Definitely be vigilant. Download your credit report. (laughs) And now it's time for... Mind Blown. Yes, that's right. This is the segment where I attempt to blow your mind. With a wild fact that I've heard throughout the week. Well, they say truth is stranger than fiction. Yes, that's right. And look, um, I was considering talking about some facts from the Commonwealth Games um, because, you know, Melbourne had to yeah. say no. Queensland also got, got the offer and they said no. I think old Basil Zemplis, the mayor of Perth, Chucked his hat in the ring. He's like, we'll take Did it. And then, then the Premier's like, uh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, man, Perth. Perth could do with it. Little zhuzh, little international zhuzh. To be fair, the interesting fact about the Commonwealth Games is uh, participants must be amateur athletes. Okay, I thought that was quite oh, really? interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize. No. Nah, they have to be amateur athletes. What do you mean? Like, like the athletics. They don't put put our best runners in the athletics. Well, it's, it says that they have to be, all the athletes taking part have to be amateurs, as in they're not paid to p- take part. Oh, yeah. Well, they, nev- they never were, were they? Like Kathy Freeman, didn't she win the Commonwealth Games gold and had the Australian and the Aboriginal flag together? And there was that whole thing. I think I thought that was a Com Games. Yeah, that was a Com Games. Edmonton, 94. There you go. But that... But they, but they, I don't know, they're amateurs. Look at all the fun facts about Commonwealth Games. It all says they have to be amateurs. They can't be paid to take mm. part. Here's a fun fact about the Commonwealth Games. When the Commonwealth Games were on in Melbourne in 06, um, instead of a torch relay, they have a baton relay. They run that around. Uh, and yeah. the baton went all around Australia, came through Warrnambool, my hometown, where Dave Hughes, I think, ran Ooh. it into Warrnambool, being one of Warrnambool's greatest sons. But in 06, uh, somewhat... Unbelievably, a 18-year-old year 12 student in Alex Dyson and a 16-year-old year 11 student in Tom Ballard were asked to do a little talk at the Warnable Civic Green just before, as we were all waiting for Husey to come in with the baton. And we wrote this little, like, almost Abbott and Costello-esque sketch about facts from the Commonwealth Games. It wasn't like, who's got the baton? <laughs> no. Oh, well, you could have done I, the that. Thing, the th- Hughes, Hughes got the baton. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you missed that. Dave. Hughes. <laughs> yeah, Hughes. Yeah, Dave. Hughes got the baton. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dave's got the baton. Hughes got the baton. Yeah, Dave. Dave, Hughes got the baton. Dave, no, my Dave name's Hughes. not Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Hughes has got the baton. No, Dave, Dave Hughes has the baton. That's Dave Hughes. Dave Hughes. Dave who? Dave Hughes. <laughs> that's what I'm asking you. <laughs> Damn it. Can we go back to 2006 and do oh, that? Oh, no, only. The only joke I remember, and I still stand by it, I think it's a ripper. They said 10-pin bowling used to be in the Commonwealth Games, but the last time it was actually in there was in the Cardiff Games, which was held in Wales. And then I say, in Wales? But how did the athletes get through the baleen? <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> now, nah, look, not bad. Not bad. 
also just shows really that you you knew too much about Wales. Um, you know, dropping the baleen in there. I get it. Well, good warnable reference. Your southern Fair rights enough. from uh, July to September. Go and check them out. Do you know that the whole point of what I was going to the I, I decided not to do any Commonwealth Games facts. Uh, so um, why are we talking was, about this? Well, I was just because because then, then I also then I got distracted by a news.com.au article regarding Elton John being pressed on the um, trial for Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah. That'll lighten it up. Yeah, what's going on there? Well, anyways, I just, he introduced himself or, you know, took to the stands with his full name and turns out his middle name's Hercules. Like his birth name? Yeah, Elton Hercules John. Well, Elton John's not his actual real name either. Oh. Isn't it? Pretty sure Elton John's a stage name. Well, wait, hold on. His name's Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Oh, he chose a Hercules. Uh, <laughs> mild. Mild. Grown. Grown. Yeah. yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> well, it doesn't help Performer when you... Performer <laughs> has weird stage name is not the mind-blowing <laughs> facts I'm looking for here on this segment. All right? So why don't we turn to our listeners, shall we? Well, I can't... <laughs> what annoys me is I didn't know that you were allowed to go up on Buddy in court... And just say your stage name, or is he actually officially called that now? I don't know. Maybe you changed it by Depol or whatever you have to do. Anyway, uh, we love you getting in touch with your mind-blowing facts at matt.and.alex. Send yourself a uh, little voice message through to us. We love putting it on, hearing your voice. And this week's mind-blowing fact comes from Erin. Hi, Matt and Alex. My name is Erin, and my mind-blowing fact is that lighters were actually invented before matchsticks, which is... Mind-blowing. What? Yeah, I only, I only know this fact from a song by The Streets, mm. um, which he just, you know, says. Just Did you know that lighters were invented before matches? Well, that certainly is not the way that I would think it would happen. So why did we bother inventing the match if we had a lighter? Well, it actually makes sense because lighters would have been quite big and cumbersome, whereas a match is a pretty incredible thing. The lighter, the first lighter was invented in 1823, okay, while the match was invented in 1826, so only three years later. Damn, and I get, I think I have seen old lighters and it does look a little bit dangerous. <laughs> yes. yeah, <laughs> leaking gas fluid, like all these gassy whatever, kerosene yeah. or whatever it is everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. you got to refill them with those weird cans. Mm. No, it makes sense. Well, there we go. Thank you very much, Erin, for blowing our minds, for lighting the fuse with your lighter to ensure our minds were blown. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It has been a whole heap of fun. It sure has been. Good luck to the Matildas tonight. Can't wait to see them. Hopefully kick some butt. Hope you get to watch some bit of footy over the next couple of days. And hope you get to listen to us again here tomorrow for another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Catch you then. Bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.